You have entered the 13, a place where real stories about music, touring, and the beyond are told. Music does something to us. We all experience it in our own way. It can affect our senses, transport us through time, and release emotions. On this podcast, we will talk with people about the power of music and the beyond. What does the beyond mean? Let's find out together. Turn on your metronomes because this time is about to be tracked. What is going on, everyone? Today, we have Tracy McGinnis with us. But wait, hold on a second. Who's this guy? Tracy couldn't be here. Tracy couldn't be here. I'm Scott. Six past hell. Wait a minute. No, no. It's me. That's awesome. Ah, Tracy. Me. That's funny. I love it. I'm going to, uh, dude, that's so much fun. Chad, you know, you're a good sport already. I hopefully Scott loves that. It's an homage. <laughs> yeah. It's an homage. <laughs> so for everybody, uh, Scott, Scott's my brother, by the way, Scott's my brother. That was all in good fun. I love him. I love, I him, love too. This is great. him. So for everybody, uh, this is Tracy McGinnis from joke and from a few other projects. Of course, I've known Tracy since he toured with Poundhound. Um, God damn, how long ago was that? Hmm. Long 15. time. My daughter's 19 was before that. So 20 years ago. Oh, man. wow, dude. Well, we've known each other for quite wow, a long you time. Like four, you were like four then. I was like four then. I was I was at the show though. What and hey man, when you guys wait, we'll get into that later. For the people who don't know anything about you, let's give the people a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of you on the down low. Uh People know me for choke. I've been in chokes, choke form in 1994. Yeah. Uh, with four guys, and we still have three of the original four in the band. Nice. Uh, and we've had people come and go, and, and but it's as of right now, it's three three of the original four in the band. So yeah. Right. We're on. Still kicking it. Um, so you you're best known for choke, but you were a firefighter for a long time. 18 years. 18 years dude i haven't done anything for that's why that's, years. that's why my that's why my hair is is short underneath and long yeah. on top because uh i retired in uh, march and uh okay. i would like put my hair up under my fire helmet yep under my hat i just hit it and uh, then i and i had to shave for 18 years so i swore once i retired i would never drag a razor across my face so Hey, I understand that. I work in oil and gas. My hair, you and me pretty much have the same haircut. I'm trying to grow it out on the sides for the first time in forever, but I would do the same thing. It's got to go in the hard hat, you know, so you got to tie it up. Yeah. And then you have to be shaved or at least mustache wise. So you can create a seal, right? I've buzzed it a few times, but I will never drag a razor across my face. Right on. Okay. So best known for choke. Uh, First thing I'd like to bring up is uh your tour in japan that wasn't that long ago it was like a, was it before the it pandemic right, right before covid right before covid like, yeah if it, if it had been four or five months later it, would, it wouldn't have happened in fact we were we were slated to go back the following right. year okay and uh that got ixnade so yeah everything got ixnade we're and we were going to do a razor 13 reunion and you know yeah. that covid thing kind of fucked everybody up you got covid didn't you I mean, everybody I had, had COVID. Very, be- very, very beginning, like when yeah, it was a too. death sentence. Like if you had yeah. COVID, you were dead. Right. And uh, I was like saying my goodbyes. And, yeah, dude. It's and, fucking uh, it really rough. It kind of messed with me 
freeing too. Dude, me so too, man. To the, I never, I've never really recovered from it. Um, I don't know. I have bad days. Like I just have days that I'll, I, I'll wake up and I'll turn my phone off and I, I, I can't leave the house and I don't want to talk sure. to anybody. And, yep. um, and it might last a day. It might last two or three days. And it, it's kind of hard to have a job if you, if you just can't deal with, with anything. Yeah. It, I it's, hard to it's hard to explain. No, I, I get to, it. Right after I got it, I was real angry about it. I hadn't accepted that this is my life now. And uh, I was fighting people. I was like, if somebody looked at me wrong, I was, I was swinging on them. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I just come to accept that this is who I am now. And when I have those days, I just kind of distance myself from people. So I don't, uh, go off on people violently yeah, I, or verbally. I, I, uh, I get it a hundred percent. I do the, I've, since this has happened, the COVID thing, one, I got it in the very beginning, just like you. And two, well, at least I think I do. They didn't even have tests for it when I got it. I like I've called it about three times since, but oh wow, mildly. I think I'm kind okay. of immune to it. Okay, like I don't. Lunch. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I've even had it again. I, if I did, I was so hungover I didn't notice it. You know what I mean? Like that happens. Yeah, that does happen. <laughs> that's a that's a symptom of COVID. You drink a lot more. Yeah, that's right, dude. I drank more. I've drank more in the last few years than I have in a long time. So uh, where am I at? Oh, okay. So you've moved from Louisiana to H-Town. And, yeah. um, you know, I love H-Town because I'm from here. But what was uh, what was up with the move? Well, uh, I was born uh, December 22nd, so that's 1222. Nice. 22 is my lucky number. Absolutely. I worked sports and uh, – and I knew that 20, uh, 2022 was coming up and I knew that I was going to retire from the fire department and I didn't know what I was going to do or, you know, I didn't, didn't have a plan. I was actually going to take a year off and, uh, and walk the Appalachian trail. Oh, I didn't cool. really tell anybody cause I didn't want anybody to talk me out of it. Cause I figured I would use that year to figure out who I was and what I wanted to do in life. Right. And, uh, then I met a girl. Okay. That's that's a that's, that's every country album. Right yeah, there. it is. That's that's true. <laughs> and then I look like Kenny's Kenny's back there saying I look like Kitty Rogers too. So. Hell yeah, Ruby, right, Ruby, don't take your love to town. <laughs> <laughs> I remember buying my mom a Kenny Rogers album. It was a Dude, cassette. Uh, the neighborhood Olivia, the neighborhood Olivia in Houston, and my Nikki, my girlfriend, got a lover. We drive past the school. It's two blocks away. Kenny Rogers went to that elementary school and that junior high. And every time oh, I wow. drive past there, I'm like, Kenny Rogers went to this school. Kenny Rogers went to this school. That's He's... right. Oh, well, that's my OCD. That's awesome, dude. I do the same thing, man. I, uh, I'm i somehow related to Clint Black. And by, I mean, somehow is my mom's cousin married Clint Black. So um, every time my whole life, I grew up being like, well, you know, Clint Black went over here and, you know, his, you know, his nephew lives right over here. And then I ended up meeting his nephew and we ended up being friends before we really knew who each other were. And I was like, man, your last name's Black. You related to Clint? And he's like, yeah, he's my uncle. I was like, oh shit, we're cousins. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm You're the most famous cousin. person that I'm related to. That's right. Well, good. <laughs> I don't so, think I'm related to anybody so, else. What a shitty lot in one. <laughs> You got a cool Clint Black story. I do have a cool, I do have a, but I've never met the guy. I have I've man never, boobs now. Yeah, me too. They're coming in great. <laughs> I feel like I'm in my 
teens again. It's just in a different way. Oh my way. God. I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm 13 forever. Hell yeah. We, we talked about this, our, our collections of toys. And oh yeah. Crickets and stuff. Yeah. I got, oh dude, you were talking about Spawn earlier before the show. Oh, that was later on though that's from the yeah movie. this way yeah, yeah 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 i was collecting it uh like like one through seven the uh, mcfarland stuff actually at the time uh, uh ben falgu from goat horror and solid green he and i we, we would go we, when we were on tour we would go hit toy stores and we would beg the managers to let us go in the back and open the boxes because we would look for like weird uh like uh misprints or yeah. You know, if anything was wrong or missing or wasn't painted right, we would buy it. Right on. To have like one off. So yeah, fucking fuck yeah, badass. I would do that too. That's great. I used to, well, my story's a little bit different. I would jump, I would go to half price books and jump in the dumpster back behind the store because I didn't have any money. But I get place. I bit yeah, but I get like you know, copies of books, they just had the cover torn off or something. So I could still read the fucking book. It was fine, but it, they threw they would throw that shit away. Um, yeah, I'm a back, book guy. I haven't, I haven't got into the reading on my phone. Me neither. I listen, I'll listen to audible and, um, and I'll listen. So I'll listen to books on my phone, but yeah, I'm not read. I'm not reading on my phone. There's no freaking way. It's just, that like feels that. weird. It's like, it's, like, it's like vinyl. I like to have an album. I like to read, 100%. I like to read the liner notes and put, I still like to put the record on it. Yeah. Me too, dude. A hundred percent. Like that's why I have a vinyl collection, but I think I got lot. I'll get lost here. Uh, I've already had I already had a beer or three. Hefe's <laughs> knocking shit over back over here. <laughs> Sorry. He's Sorry. Um, the uh, the okay. So your Japan tour with Choke. Um, did you guys play with Gunship Six Six Six? Was that a deal? Yeah, we had played with them. Uh, Scott covers uh, Scott Alexander covered this um, when they did their U.S. tour. Yeah. Uh, we we played one date with them in Lake Charles. And just hit it off with six best self. And yeah, uh, I stayed in touch with them. Stayed in touch with them. Um, they don't really speak much English, but we we stayed in touch as the best we could. And then uh, about six years ago, Scott joined Choke. Scott right. was in Choke for about two years, uh, and he joined Choke. And I I had one of those bright ideas. I was like, so I called Scott. And I actually hit up Angry and Masami first and asked, "What's what's the possibility of us coming to Japan?" And they're like just come, you know, Yeah. take care of your plane tickets and we'll pretty much take care of everything else, all the accommodations, everything. So I called Scott and I was like, dude, what's the possibility of doing this? And he called me, he said, give me, give me a day. And he called me the next day. He's like, all right, we're doing it. Here's the tour. Here's the itinerary. Here's what we're doing. I was like, shit. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. And you guys went and had fun. I, I, I guess I, I think, I don't know. I think I remember this photo of your ass and you staring out oh, into the geez. sunset. <laughs> that was okay. Let me preface this. Okay. That was in Nagano and we had stayed out all night long and none of us remember going back. It was a traditional Japanese, like, like mats on the floor. Right. And none right. of us remember getting back to the hotel that night. I, I, right. I, I walked through the lobby. You're supposed to take your shoes off because you're walking on these bamboo mats. Right. And I clomped through there with my boots on American rock and roller. And all these women were going, Oh, oh. yeah. I insulted the whole country <laughs> Stop. and passed out. And then we woke up in the morning and we were looking out the window and Rusty says, you look like a sumo wrestler. And I'm, 
pulled the underwear up in the crack and he took the photo and Charlie uh, stepped in and it was and it's magic. It was magic. Please, uh, please do not bring that photo. Let's, let's just okay, I, I'll leave the photo. I'll leave that photo out. Here it is, right here, everyone. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I don't care. I don't, I don't have any shirts. It's it fun, dude. It was a fun photo. I was like, I was like, I want to be on tour with these guys in Japan. I've never been to Japan. You know, I toured with King's X. We went crazy to thing about Japan. There's there's this noise ordinance from way 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 back. Okay, the, uh, soldiers used to go. Uh, so shows start like four in the afternoon and they're done by like nine o'clock at night. Okay, wow. Done. Like that's it. Then the then the after parties. Wow. Really? If dudes can drink, Japanese can drink, and their beer is really good. And uh, they I don't remember, but I don't think they ever out drink. Okay. I don't remember. Rumble bar, rumble bar. There is a dog in the background, and I don't know. I'm not telling you this. I'm editing this out, Ryan. Edit this That's part out. My dog, the neighbor's dog. This is my life. Okay. This is what you live very, with. Very, very, by the way, this is a very, very, very. This is a 120 year old home, and it's very, very, very haunted. And the dogs bark all night long. And as soon as the dogs stop barking, the ghost starts knocking shit off my nightstand. Okay, then maybe I am leaving this, and we should talk about this. <laughs> that That's is true. okay. So, okay. So you're in a very haunted house. I get that. Uh, I've only ever seen a ghost one time and I'm not a hundred percent sure it was a ghost, but I can get into that. I didn't later. believe it until I lived in a, I lived in a very, very haunted house when I was 19 and 20. Yeah. And I saw things and I went to the landlord and I was going to explain to her what I was seeing. And she told me what I was seeing. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm oh, moving shit. out. By the way. Yeah. And my girlfriend, Nikki, she's really in tune. I'm slightly in tune, slightly. Okay. Like, uh, I get the heebies sometimes. And if I get the heebies this bad, like, like it's like evil, evil. And uh, we moved in here, and she was like, there's something in here, something in here. And it, it didn't really get to me for, for a couple of weeks. But it jacks with me bad. The other morning, she was going to work, and uh, I was still sleeping. And she said, I love you. And I heard a whisper. I heard, I love you. Holy fuck. I didn't say it. I don't tell her I love her. I'm a man. Bullshit. Hey, at least I bullshit. Yeah, it's all right. That's good. I like it. The uh, so um, you and me were talking before the show, and we were talking about something you might be getting yourself into, in that involve would involve ghosts and things like that. Do you think you could talk a little bit about that on the show? Yeah, we're uh, we're we're about to start a pod, not a podcast. This is a podcast, um, a YouTube channel. We're gonna call it uh, No Man's Land. And uh, awesome. No Man's Land was the area between like Beaumont and Lake Charles. It wasn't ruled <laughs> by any government, and anything yeah. was like pirates right. and any murder. Everything was was a okay. And uh, so we're gonna call it No Man's Land, like that in NML. Yeah, because you know, awesome. anything anything will go on the on the. I think our our first the first thing we're gonna do is gonna be me and my girlfriend Nikki and Hefe. We're gonna use Hefe as the guinea pig to send him into like the really 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 scary haunted things. He's shaking <laughs> okay, his head good. back there. Um, yeah, well, he's doing it. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna start off by uh, in a ghost investigation in our house. Oh, where we currently live. 
I'm trying to find out who it is, and it's a male. I do know he's a male, and he's not aggressive. He doesn't scratch us or push us, but uh, it, when you're trying to sleep at th between three and six, he's real active, and that's what I'm trying to get. Nikki works at a bar, and I work. I work. We'll get to what what I do for a living, but we don't get home till two two in the morning. Right. So when you're getting in at two in the morning and you have your two or three beers, go to bed, and then it, between three and six, I'm sitting there. Fucking our roommate you. decides he wants to keep us up. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. We're not we're not mad at it, but man, dude, have have a little have a little decency. Be a good roommate. Right. Asshole. Yeah. Fucking dick. Go to your home room. Yeah. <laughs> go to your home. Oh wait, he is in his home. Right. I'm our, Adam Sandler. Home. Um, dude, that's kind of cool. Like when okay, my only ghost experience was I was at a friend's house and they told me about it. They said, Hey, look, sometimes this this you'll just visually see a thing walking around in the living room. I'm like, whatever. This is 1998 or something. And I'm like, whatever. I, I pass out on their couch and I woke up somewhere between three and six in the morning. It was like kind of a similar, maybe it was closer to three, I think. And I literally watched a thing I couldn't see. Like I couldn't see it, but I could see it. Does that make sense? Like I saw yeah, right. things, I saw this thing coming around this side out of the kitchen and then went yeah, down figure. a hallway. Yeah, and it went down the hallway, and I could tell it was like a. I could tell maybe you rarely it was a ever person. see you rarely ever see faces, but what you're explaining is correct. Okay, yeah, like I just saw, it, but I could fucking see it. I was like, and it was moving, and it went down I'm the hall and disappeared. Anything in the house? If we see, if, it, if I see something in the house, I'm still be doing it. I'm gone. Gone. Fucking out, <laughs> dude. The. Uh, this is off. Well, this is off. It's on subject because we've got you on here. So the first time I, for the audience, first time I saw Tracy was at a pound hound show. I may have seen you before, but uh, I don't know. I just the pound hound show is the one that really sticks out to me. It was at that pound weird. For the viewers that don't know is. That's correct. It's Doug Pennant, King's X. And then my buddy, uh, Lynn Sonye, from the Sonye brothers. Uh, and many other bands. I mean, he played the stuff mojo. And, but yeah. But he was, was, in, was Christian playing that bait? Was Christian in that that version? Yeah, yeah. Christian, uh, uh, son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love I him and me were really good friends for oh, not, yeah, not really good cool, friends, man. but he was a super nice guy. I met him on that tour and, and I haven't seen him since, but he was he was really uh, Southern Comfort. We're yeah, Louisiana, drinking Texas let's go. beer, Louisiana whiskey. So that's good. That's good. I've got uh, I don't even know what this is, but I got a concoction myself. <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, that was a we uh we did like the beginning and the end of that tour. Okay. Uh, oh, you didn't we, do the whole thing. Want us to do the whole thing? Uh, I don't remember. I, I dude, I don't remember what I did this morning. But I, <laughs> uh, for some reason, we couldn't do the whole. But we were okay. slated to do the whole thing, and so we did like a bunch of dates at the beginning and a bunch at the end. <clears throat> okay, right on. Yeah, I remember. What was that bar's name? I know you can't remember your name, you know, today, but like. <laughs> The one we played here in Houston? Yeah. It was off of that, that was, weird. Uh, that was, um, no, it was, uh, fuck, we played there with, uh, with Hank three, um, engine room. Oh, the engine room. Okay. I, man, I felt like it was a different one. I felt like it was, Oh, there was we, a, I think we played two shows in Houston with them. Okay. I don't then know, man. I, like, okay. So if the, the engine room, I know, cause I, with them. I, I i played my it wasn't that it was way but way before that place i think um 
the the engine room i played my first show my first show ever at that's different story this place that i'm thinking about where i saw you guys it was a smaller bar it was off of that street that was off of 290 i cannot pronounce its name to save my life but anyway i don't that place has been gone for a long time i just remember it was a it was a smaller it was a smaller venue 19th hole maybe no oh man i've been there i don't think it was that oh well it doesn't matter I can't remember. We used to play. Yeah, you played everywhere. We used to play Cardi's. Yeah, dude. Car- the original or Cardi's 2000. Yeah, no. The- we used to play Emo's here in town, too. Nice. Yeah. Emo's, dude. That place has been gone for a while now. Fitzgerald's is gone. Yeah. Everything's gone. All right. I'm not going to be sad anymore. The. <laughs> the um, okay. Uh, what is what is choke barbecue? Choke barbecue, we that that funded. We had one uh, about a m- about two months before we went to Japan. We got okay. the idea from Dead Horse because Dead Horse has a barbecue. Oh, okay. yeah, I've they do. Played, yeah, I've actually played solo at the Dead Horse barbecue. Okay, nice. And, uh, so we took the guy that does the barbecue, Jade. He he actually cooks Dead Horse's barbecue, and uh, we told we told Dead Horse we were doing this, and they gave us they gave us their blessing, like because they're friends of ours. They're like, yeah, dude, oh, have cool. a barbecue. You you make a lot of money. And uh, awesome. we made enough money at, at, the, at the first choke barbecue to fund our entire Japan trip, like to send the whole band flights and everything. Fuck to yeah. China and um, so we're having, a, uh, we have an East Coast, a, a mini East Coast tour in October. We're doing Philadelphia, New York City, and we're playing the Stoner Doom Festival in uh, Jewett City, Connecticut. And uh, one of the record labels that we're dealing with right now, uh, Salt of the Earth Records, it's a uh, Scott Harrington used to be in. Uh, what was he in? Uh, Why does that name sound so familiar? He was the guitar player in Nuclear Assault. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. In, I'm, I'm sorry, Scott. If you're watching this, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he was in Nuclear Assault. Um, but we're gonna go play that festival up there, and uh, and we were supposed to play it a couple years ago, and we couldn't do it because we didn't have proper transportation, and then we. We're supposed to do it again, and then COVID hit. Okay. And um, we do have a tentative record deal with them. Okay. Oh um, yeah. We're talking to other labels too. I can't really talk about that. But sure, sure. But you know how that goes. Um, I do. But we that one's kind of a for sure thing. So we're going to go up there and play and and uh, badass have a good time. They're Dude, badass. They as well so far. So so we needed money for that. So we had a choke barbecue. So it's an all day thing uh, from. Two, two in the afternoon until two in the morning, and uh, basically it's 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 everybody in chokes side bands. Okay. And some of our friends that play, like I'm going to start it off with an acoustic set, just yeah, for like thirty minutes, and then at some point it turns into acoustic bands, and at some point it turns into cover bands, at some point it turns into like punk rock and metal, and then choke oh, cool. at the end of the night. Hell yeah, dude! That sounds awesome. Man, I'm, I'm almost fifty-three, and I'm already tired of thinking about that. <laughs> oh, and, and well, there's barbecue too. Uh, uh, our, there's two of our guys in our band are actually chefs, and uh, so they're so they're going to be making barbecue. So for twenty dollars, you get a barbecue plate and twelve hours of music. That's it's not fucking bad. Fantastic. Ten dollars to get in our shows. So yeah. So that. That's awesome, dude. It's Lake Charles, Lake Charles, Louisiana. When when is it? I sent you a. I don't know, dude. I you did send you me a thing. I'll I'll post it right here. Look, it's right there. There or 
or over there or right in the middle because i've been doing this thing where i put right here right (laughs) it's right there (laughs) love it go ahead put it right bam (laughs) actually that might be our thumbnail that might be the thumbnail just oh shit (laughs) be like tracy (laughs) the uh dude this is fun man thank you so much for coming on so we just added uh we just added Dane Sonia on guitar. Yeah, uh, from Galactic Cowboys. Yeah, Galactic Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been knowing Dane since probably eighty-eight or eighty-nine. And oh, okay. See Dane, Dane fuck Dane fuck me. So I was Uh-oh. nineteen years old and Dane was on MTV. Right. And I knew him. So I knew so I was like to be on MTV. He's from my hometown. Right. And then I had like some other friends that like made it, made it when I was like 20 and 21. I was like, it's easy. And here I am, 53, still chasing it. But we're cheating. We're added Dane because Dane has the ends at MTV. That's right. Uh, dude, <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> I was going to say 16 and pregnant, like right there. That There it is. Yeah, right. If you play music, you're never getting on MTV. You have to be on I could, I, oh, I could totally ridiculousness uh, every day if she if nikki walked around filming me i'd be on ridiculousness like they'd have a segment <laughs> here's our here's our weekly tracy segment is, is ridiculousness still four on? months ago i had, to, oh, I had no. two broken toes two big toes on each of foot oh my god and yeah, how'd that happen yeah first one i was at work at energy stadium and i, I dropped a sheet of plywood on it and the second one the dog tripped me and knocked me off the stairs yep okay. we, have a, uh, we have a siberian husky Okay, oh, so big dog might be on the spectrum. Uh, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Speaking of okay, so you hurt yourself at work. Speaking of work, what are you doing for work these days besides music? I am Dolly Parton's bra. Um, <laughs> I don't want to work that hard. I, work I don't want to work that hard. That's a uh, that's a huge job. I'm a stagehand for uh, for only big bands. Okay. Uh, like when big bands play Energy Stadium, yeah, or Toyota Center, or like the Woodlands. Um, yeah, I did uh, like WWE Raw last Monday. I did last oh, cool. night. I was uh, I worked the dressing room for Kevin Hart last night. You worked the dressing room for Kevin Hart. Yeah, I was the dressing room attendant. You, you know, what my job was to tear down his PlayStation and TV and put it in what? the box and to the semi. Dude, what a fucking um, great that job! That was a cool one, but I, <laughs> but I worked for like. I mean, I work for God Sticks, uh, The Who, Tears for Fears. Uh, no way. Kenny Chesney. I was the guy that was running out, like the guy that films the camera and chases him around. I was the guy that like runs behind and makes sure the band doesn't trip over the, the cables. Yeah, the cable dude. Ring. Oh, wow. That's fucking uh, awesome. I never know what I'm going to be doing. I just show up and they're like, hey, we need you to do this. Uh, I did get to do backline for The Who, so I got to help set up uh, Pete Townsend's amps and his pops wow. so you get to see you get to see all the stuff you're like oh yeah he has this what did he have do you know do you remember oh, yes uh all of pete townsend stuff is it's all analog okay Badass. it's all analog and it's in a pedal but it, all his pedals are black <clears throat> and they're custom and they say pete on it and no they way say what they do like, like flanger or chorus or overdrive but they're all just black pedals and they all look the same but they're they're total custom for him oh that's fucking cool and another thing that i've noticed uh because i work for like all the country bands uh 
almost every band that I work for, because I get as soon as the band, as soon as the show's over, I'm the first guy on the stage to like, you know, start tearing down the mics, you know, getting getting everything in a, a almost every bass player these days uses the Doug Doug Pennick Tech Twenty One. Really? Even the country guys. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I've heard awesome. it's so great. I've almost bought one so many times, and like I even contacted Doug and was like, "Hey, you got a deal on this?" And he was like, "Well." not really <laughs> like i need a bro deal i need it to not be this expensive but i i think he could hook me up a little bit but i just i, I haven't jumped into it and i want one so bad those are so cool of course he does he's, he's about to let uh our bass player sean um the, the sexican the sexican use the sexy mexican is he pretty? Yeah, we, uh, he is pretty. I see. The funny thing I've is, is up until up until a year ago, Louis uh, Chuck was a Louis, all Louisiana band. We always have been, right? And then we got Sean in the band, and he's from Houston, Sean Martinez. And then I moved to Houston in March, and then we got Dane about three months ago. So uh, three fifths of Chuck live in Texas now. Hey man, I mean, it's you know what, Texas and Texas and Louisiana. Right. Texas and Louisiana, our brother and brother, or brother and sister, or however you want to, whatever thing you want to put on it. We're together. We're all the same. Hey, at, least Just, we're not, at least we're not from Dallas. At least we're not from Dallas, which is not part of Texas. <laughs> people in Dallas. People in Dallas They're have always hate been us. cool to us. No, they, people in Dallas have always been cool to us. We, that was one of our biggest cities back in the day, and, but I was never Deep nice Ellum. to them. I was never yeah. nice to them. Yeah, the old Deep Ellum man. I spent a lot of time down there. That was the place to be for a minute. We used to play all the ball the bars down there. We used to play at Dimes Bar, uh, the tattoo bar. We used to play there. We played yeah. there with Poundell. Oh, tour. cool! Yeah, dude. That's I mean, I met Rex. Rex was there that night. Rex, if King's X showed up or Doug showed up anywhere, Rex. Yeah, showed yeah. Up. Dime was there too. Dime and yeah. Rex, but Rex, Rex, Dime was always around. When we played, but but uh, but Rex. That was the that was the only time he showed up because. Because Doug Pennant was in the house, so yeah. Oh man, Rex. Rex is always a lot of fun. Every time I've met him, uh, I just I just apparently can't figure out how to tune his bass. But that's another story. He definitely um, talks like he's from Texas. Oh yeah, dude. I want to try to get him on the show if I can, and see if he remembers how how I as a bass tech cannot tune his bass, and see if he wants to hire me. But, hey, so every time you've come uh, and played with King's X, I've tuned your bass wrong. Uh, you want to hire me as a bass tech for? Your solo shit. Let's go. Or let the new Pantera tour. What do you think about that? With oh, Zach and oh, you're in. Charlie. Right, you're totally in. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's go. Well, uh, dude, it's because well, you were Doug's bass tech, so you only know how to tune left hand. I only know how to tune left hand. <laughs> so everything was just wrong, you know. I was like, That's it. you're just you, you live your whole life backwards, dude. And I, I do too. I always hated because uh, you know i you know i play bass and i'm a right-hander and oh let me turn off my phone while it's beeping at me i turned it off of silence that's rex calling you hard rex right now hold on let's see um yes totally rex or my wife who is currently building my website everyone who's listening the 13 podcast website it's going to be the 13 podcast.com it's up and running right this second we're going to have merch up and stickers like t-shirts and stickers and all kinds of bullshit you can buy if you want to and please do it because it's expensive and i have no money <laughs> hey you know so a lot of time you me 
may have not been actual friends for a long time. I just met you a long time ago. We've been talking for years and I got a bag right here that I got a bag of something that you sent me a long time ago. Oh yeah. I sent that to you. You did. Oh shit. That's all. Yeah. That's all my picks. I have a lot more since then. (laughs) <laughs> there's, a, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff in here man and like you i love it a bunch I, of yours. yeah i sent you a bunch. well i got you know uh oh you can't hardly see this one let's see what i've got you're a, an avid so you're an avid pick collector and i've become one um only because you kind of were like hey well you want to trade some of those yeah that's Dude, i never I, even thought about doing it Picks were accidental. Like even when I went to concerts, like when I was a kid, Bon Jovi and Rat and Motley Crue, somehow I always went home with a pick. Yeah, they only awesome. throw so many. They're, right, I'm like a magnet for them, and then okay. and I would just kind of stick them away. And before I knew it, I had a bunch of them. And then I had people, friends that worked in the industry that worked for bands, and they would always save them for me and give them to me. And I still never really got got into it. But then after I had about a hundred picks, I was like, damn, okay, this is kind of cool. Then I started printing my own picks for all my bands. Um, I'm going to need you to help me verify something, though. Okay. The guy that does the King's X, the history of King's X picks, they have everything. It's Paul Bradley. That's correct. You know Paul. I do you know, know Paul. Paul. Yep. Okay. It's Paul knew you. I have a pick that he doesn't have on his site, and he did verify that he thinks it's from out of the silent planet. That's oh his first wow! He only has one. He he is only he only owns one, and his is black. And I'm trying to find it. it's right here. Um, his is black, and I showed him this one, and I told him I was going to be doing this podcast. And I was going to talk to oh, you. Cool. I'm going to hold it up if you could maybe get Doug to maybe verify this. Sure, let's get uh It's this, uh all it's, white. It's I can't baby see. Blue. It's okay. baby blue. Oh, kind it's of baby blue. It says King's X, and it's it's a. Uh, it's stamped. It's the old pics that like they did in the 80s. Oh, dude, take a photo of it and send it to me, and I'm gonna put it up uh, right here in the yeah, in the screen. I'll do that. But uh, man, yeah, I collect pics. I have like a Kiss Dynasty. I have a Paul McCartney. I have. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Okay, I gotta, t- I gotta tell you the story how I got <clears> the Paul McCartney. Uh, my buddy Sammy that plays in was a acid bath. Used to over with Fucking us, acid bath, man. I forgot about that. Band. They were our bodies. When people are realized when acid bath broke up, when acid bath broke up, they were they were we're not playing, they weren't major, they weren't they weren't famous. They were still playing bars, they were still playing bar and grills and stuff. Um, but then they broke up and Club Sin. Sammy, Sammy I remember joined playing Goat Club Sin in Louisiana. Goat whore. And so every time I'm around Sammy, which is, you know, a couple of times a year, I always hit him up for picks. And he's like, dude, why are you always hitting me up for picks? I was like, because I trade them. I trade them for, I yeah. trade them for other picks. He's like, who wants my pick? I said, bro, I just traded one of your picks for a Paul McCartney. Wow. And he goes, that's because Goat Whore's better than Paul McCartney. Uh, <laughs> that's so, awesome. So, that's fucking awesome. Be, we're, gonna, we're going they're playing here with Incantation. Oh, this no, month, like in three sh- weeks. no and, uh, shit. Yeah, we're going to, at, at a warehouse. So we're going to go hang out with him and I'm going to bug him, bug him for picks. Is it a Saturday or a Sunday? What Friday day or Saturday. There? See, I can I do those. Like fucking goddamn Zach Wild and Black Label Society. Every time they come to Houston, it's like Wednesday. And I can't do that because I work. I get up at four in the morning and I don't get home till six at night. And, you know, 
I can't go out that fucking night. <laughs> I got too well, much we, shit. I, to like do. I said, my, my girlfriend's a, she's a bartender, and then I don't get home till two after we do yeah. loadout. It's like two, three in the morning. Right. So we'll, we'll like meet and have a beer or two and go to bed. Right. Yeah. And that's all you got time for. Start our day at noon, basically. Yeah. Wow. Proper vampires. Hey, dude. I, I my my wife and I worked at a bar when I wasn't touring with Kings X or Razor Thirteen. That I would be a what do you call it a a bar back at a bar and she was a bar she was always the bartender there and yeah i remember that life not getting home to like because yeah to close out clean up you know count all the cash clean everything up and then you get to leave so three o'clock four a.m you're finally getting home and then you're having a beer and then the sun's coming up and you're like what the fuck right. is that you know it's time to get inside the uh people are I like don't... aha you're on meth you're like no i work at a bar yeah no like, and Ryan, I do you're, meth. yeah and i do meth <laughs> in the bathroom at the bar um, right. <laughs> you know the the or coke or whatever um what was i gonna say about that oh yeah no because people would people are getting up and going to work and we're sitting there cracking a beer and they're all getting up and going to work and they're like what the fuck are you guys doing like we just got off work but we look like a bunch I'll of. Go, I'll go. I'll go three, four, five days without having a beer. But if I if I pop one beer, I'm popping eighty beers that day. Yeah, that's probably the I go for. I I drink them until they're gone. That's for sure. <laughs> so however many we yeah, buy, I make sure I make sure I have enough to where they're not really ever gone. Yeah. Oh well, that's good. You're smarter than I am. And and because I'm fancy, I keep a keep a, a box of wine. Oh, in the refrigerator. All right. For backup. What kind of I wine? Mean, just because I'm fancy. Oh, I like the um, chillable red, the Franzia. Oh. Okay. I mean, it's, it's probably Franzia because it's fancy. Give it a little bit of a Italiano or something. I can't do those. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> I brought, brought the box into my girlfriend coming. I said, this is a good year. It's 2022. It's a vintage <laughs> great. Vintage grape. Look at it. 2022. This is right. badass. Uh, I, dude, a King's X. ATB for, for a week on the shelf. Yeah, dude. King's X, would, when we would tour, part of their rider was, you know, you got groceries and whatever got put on the bus, water, beer, but they would get like three or four bottles of wine a night. That was their thing. And it, and it made me be like, okay, I got to, because I started touring with them when I was in my early, early 20s, 21 or something. And so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll try a Merlot. And I realized I like this really cheap wine that was from, fuck, I don't know, it was, but it's called Castle El Diablo. And it's only a $10 bottle of wine, but it means seller of the devil. Nice. And I, See, I like fucking, red wine. Yeah, it was very red. red wine. It's very red. And I was like, it tasted great. It did this weird thing in your cheekbone where like you could feel it when you drank it the first sip. You'd get this like, oh, like a bite. I don't know if that was a good thing or not, but I liked it. And uh, probably not. You probably had a larger reaction to the. <laughs> it had a really cool. <laughs> it had a really cool story to it. They called it "Seller of the Devil" because people kept stealing his fucking wine, and so he carved this weird devil face over it and wrote that it was wrote it was the name. You know, the name was the Seller of the Devil. So if you go in here, you're you're gonna fucking see the devil or some shit so people wouldn't steal his wine i thought that was cool cool man i'm about to bring up uh jefe's been bringing me beers and he's, he's grabbing me a beer right now 
Enlisting. Bring I'm about to bring him up. He's going to come sit in for a little while. And- I, that's great because I was looking at my notes and that was the note I was getting to. Right, man. See, simpatico. It's a good year. It's, it's a very, a it's year. a vintage year. Vintage. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, court. Oh, you. Oh, he made court. it open. He made you open it, though, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is my buddy, Emily. Yeah, what's up, up, brother? Uh, yeah, Everybody. dude. Yeah. Long time no see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I, I had like uh, red hair the last time we saw each other. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, we, we were talking earlier because they're trying to get all the technical difficulties worked out. I was like, man, I, how the fuck have you been in the last two decades? Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking been a long time, man. For real. Hell yeah. Has it, it hasn't been two. It's been like 11, 12. Okay. Well, now, if we're going to explain who, like who FA is, it was real easy with me. This is Tracy. He's known for choke. If we had to explain every band this fucker's been in, we're going to be here for a dictionary. Well, I mean, I, I, give I, us I, a I, list. I give us a quick list, though. Well, I mean, the two main ones uh, uh, were, were uh, back in the day, Pinche Gringos and uh, Ten Ton Hammer. And then, uh, yeah. uh, and then I guess recently in the last seven years-ish, it was Crowmonger. And Crowmonger is now followed by the wayside. But we do have a show again. Uh, gonna do a little something, something, but uh, Motor Twins activate absolutely. Crowmonger coming, oh, to, yeah, coming to the BFE, yeah. awesome. BFE, so, dude, what did we call that before it turned into BFE? It was like Antones or some shit. What was the name of it? It wasn't always was BFE. BFE. Forget about it. Uh, maybe it was forget. forget about it. Was was not that location there off okay. of uh, uh, Jones Road. Yeah, yeah, dude, I never drove to anything. I was just in a band van. And I got transported. You know, like, here, go here. I'm like, okay, cool. Where are dude, we? Truly, I don't know. Set up. I'm, I'm truly a Houstonite now. If it's if it's more than 10 minutes from my house, yeah, fuck that. I'm not going. That's right. It's too long. <laughs> if, uh, Houston is an hour away from Houston. It's no, fucking retarded. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I, my parents, you know, you know, I mean, if, if, if I need to be somewhere or I want to be somewhere, I'm a go. So I am going to drive that hour, hour and a half, whatever. Just do something for an hour and then come right back. It's just it's yeah. what it is. Yeah, I'll go to the Woodlands if somebody's playing I really want to see. But also people, I don't like people anymore. I don't know what happened. The pandemic happened. And I'm like, fuck people. This is retarded. That's, but, that's what's funny. That he and I hang out two or three times a week because we're both singers. We both have that, that same disease. Yeah. I don't have that disease. He well, has that disease. <laughs> <laughs> L- lsd lsd they call it yeah, i'm yeah, gonna yeah. follow myself all right hey text music studios what's up yeah shout out. all right hey. i own it now it's crazy i've been running for like 17 what? years uh, for 17 years during, during the pandemic it's fucking crazy mm-hmm. dude this is fucking awesome man it's good to see you guys i can't believe i got both of you motherfuckers on my show and i'm so lucky oh, and- that y'all wanted to come hang and we're gonna. Uh, I think you and I, you and I are gonna do one here in a little while. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Figure that out. Maybe I'll have Tracy come come crash it like I'm crashing his. Exactly. I want you to. have so you I, have to. I need the gratification. I need I need this. Absolutely. Dude, I mean, you Scott know what? Alexander. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Scott. Hey, Scott. If I show up, it's both Scott and. I was just Scott about to bring that up. Scott Scott was gonna do the next day. He was supposed to hang out with the. Uh, everybody in in six past hell but i guess for whatever reason it didn't happen and he was like 
what if we all just, what if we do this again tomorrow, but it's all of us? I was like, no one will be able to hear anything that's going on. It'll just be all of you guys cracking jokes and drinking beers and us partying. I was like, but, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and, have you and it met never him? happened. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, he's actually, he's on his way to Sturgis right now. I know. I saw him. He loaded nice. his bike up and he's on his fucking way. Yeah. And he stopped yep. at that casino that uh, me and Tracy the were Kiss casino. Like, kiss man, casino. Yeah. Buying oh, some yeah. kiss. Uh, what are they? Uh, the air guitar strings. <laughs> I saw that. Choke, really? Choke has guitar strings. <laughs> Might just, as well. The, the ones that's just a packet that has nothing in it. Yeah, we have a packet with our logo on it. It's air guitar string. That it's comes, filled it, it to comes, the brim. It comes with a disclaimer and it says that it works for acoustic and electric. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking fantastic, dude. I want that is awesome. That is I awesome. gotta come. I gotta come fucking see you guys. So uh when's the next show in uh old age town? For either yeah. one of you. The BF together. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, together to the BF one. September the 24th. Yeah, I'm writing it down. Yeah. Just I'm a few weeks from now. I, oh, eight weeks, I guess. That's not a few. That's not a few. Flyers uh, will be out soon. Flyers will be out soon. It's almost, it's a little bit more than a few. It's it's a few more. Yeah. It, it's a pick or a peck more, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. So um, let's talk more. Let's get. Look, before, you know, I know we all got stuff to do. We've been on here for about an hour, but I want to talk about like we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier about the ghost thing and like maybe going yeah. from place to place doing a YouTube channel. What besides starting off in your house and um, checking out the ghost, what would be right. something else you guys would be? Hey, Nikki tackling? works at a place called, uh, well, both Nikki works at two bars. She works at Griff's. It's okay. been around. Uh, it's been around for over 100 years. Steak yeah. night is on Tuesdays, everybody. $12, right. best deal in around town. And me and Nikki host uh, Bingo on Sunday <clears> from six, <throat> 6 to 8. So just okay, great. another good yeah. ass time. The little grist, the little grist. Yeah. Uh, from, uh, but it's haunted. But she works at Shady Acres in the Heights. Okay. And it's, they have a couple houses on the property that are very, very, very. And it's not a it's not a friendly spirit. So we're going to go do that. Oh, shit. Um. Apparently but, we're staying the night. Yeah, I think we're gonna do it overnight. Are y'all yeah. y'all camping out, or I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, we're gonna wait till the bar closes. We're gonna film like a two day. We're gonna go and like have me and Hefe getting drunk in there, and just being idiots. Sure, it's really good. We're really good at. It. Yeah, but we're like, like the best. We're like the best. Like the best. <laughs> then we're gonna go back like the next night, and then actually shoot it so we could like edit in like us having a good time being idiots and being scared fucking shitless next day yeah, yeah, yeah. in the same room like yeah i'm so excited um <laughs> that's gonna be our first one but you have to okay just little small things you start locally um like you're in town urban cowboy which i hear so mm -hmm. we're gonna go to the, the location sites of that uh no one's ever been in pam's apartment at the uh at the condo on Main, <clears throat> and we're going to try to go finagle our way into that apartment. It's for sale right now. Oh, no shit. $70,000. Oh, shit. Um, her, her fancy apartment. I there. have the money in the bank, but... <laughs> right. Do I... From choke. <laughs> my, ro my royalties from choke. <laughs> it's not, the, it's not <laughs> the investment you want to invest right. in just yet. Right. But Do we're going to try to get in there. And, uh, Reality Bites was shot here. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, real quick, uh, shout out to Greg Dealey, man. Love you to fucking pieces, man. Uh, uh, fuck yeah. I, I, I was in the Gilly Mansion uh, oh, a handful wow. of times, and uh, it was a wonderful experience. Greg's, Greg's shit, man. Love you to fucking oh, yeah. pieces, bro. 
We're going to just start local. We just do things that are around here first and then branch out. We're definitely going to do all the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like one and two. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's great. And then no one's ever done a ghost investigation at the San Jacinto Monument in Battleground. Okay. You can go to the actual campground. You can go to the actual map. I don't think the uh, I don't I don't think the Texas guys lost any lives, but the Mexicans did. Yeah, the, the battleground. You can go to their encampment, and uh, we're oh, going to wow. see if we can't do some some stuff there and see if we can't pull something up. I've never seen any of that. So. Right. Yeah, that's dude. That would be just cool. stuff like that. Uh, no real rules. Sure. No man's land. No no real mm-hmm. rules. It, uh, anything goes. Um, I got a place for you. Have you guys heard of Blue Light Cemetery? It's no. okay. So the Blue Light Cemetery is off of Highway Six. It's not very far away from I-10. It's closed off. You, you really can't get to it. It's if you're heading north on Highway Six from I-10, um, you can't get to it anymore. They fenced it all off. But when I was growing up, we used to like jump the fence and go in there. And they call it Blue Light Cemetery because a blue light is admitted from the ground and. People were saying it's gas from the sw- it's swamp gas, and it made this thing with wow. the atmosphere or whatever. This isn't, this isn't Batman Forever. It's this fucking there's okay. some real shit going. Well, see, Ryan. Right. See, there's an episode that we'll bring you in as a guest star. Call me. I can walk us back to it. The problem is, hell yeah, fuck yeah, We're talking about. We'll talk that's, about that's how exactly to. Really we'll doing. talk about how to get into it uh, off air. But like, yeah, it well, is and, it is totally sealed off. And, and I, I hope I hope it's uh, available to scale the walls with with a cooler full of booze because probably have to do that with it. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I, I, I haven't rare. done it. I haven't done it in 20 years, so I'm sure the terrain has changed a little bit. Mo- most of the the gravestones, we'll yeah, most of the graves gravestones are um, they've been desecrated. You know, people have just destroyed them. They fucked them all up. So that's when you get out there 20 years ago like half gravestones and stuff but the point is to get there and see that fucking blue light show up and i don't know i don't know if it's swamp gas that's coming out or whatever or what anyone says but when this blue light shows up it looks like a fucking ghost you know but it might be it might be swamp gas i don't know we should do our research and figure it out or you guys should have all of the apparatuses and things yeah, I actually, I actually had a band called Blue Light Cemetery because of that. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nikki and I went and stayed at the Myrtles uh, north of Baton Rouge. It's supposed to be like the most haunted <laughs> house in America. The Smithsonian called it the most haunted house in America. So they have a gift shop, and I bought like seven bottles of wine. Oh, shit. And I think Nikki drank like one. And I drank like six bottles of wine that night. And as we were going to bed... I don't remember any of this, but I was laying in the bed. We, we were in the most haunted room, and I was in the bed going, fuck you, ghost, come get me, bitches. I ain't scared of you. And then I passed out. <laughs> and she scared shit all night long. That, that, could be our, that could be our ghost show. I get really drunk and provoke the ghost to go to sleep, and she has to deal with it. Yes, dude, that's fucking fantastic. I love it. I think that's, I think that's the whole premise right there. <laughs> that, that, put, that will get me on ridiculousness. Absolutely, dude. See, you know, there's circles. Life is that, yeah, yeah. That's great, man. Uh, I so is ridiculous still on? I ridiculousness still on? That's all they have on MTV. That's it. That's it. What the fuck happened? Girl laughing. 
<laughs> she was wearing a Slayer shirt one day, and I got so fucking pissed off. Yeah, it's like I feel like that's not yours. You're not allowed, and I know, and that's not who I am as a metalhead. But I remember thinking, this is not right. Look, I love metal, I do, but I understand that Slayer is like revered. It's that's, and as much as I love Slayer, I've owned their records and stuff. I'm not big enough a Slayer fan to rock a Slayer shirt. If you okay. see me wearing a band shirt, if I, I'm I, I can tell you all their fucking albums. And yes, I can like go into like like scientific detail right. about that band. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay. And Slayer, who I, whom I love, but I'm not. A, I don't want to get into it with a diehard Slayer fan to get my, my, my throat slit. You know. You know it's that's a good happening. that's a good point, dude. I feel like I'm a pretty big Slayer fan, but there's a couple of albums I I won't say I ghosted. I I hmm, I Metallica. Does that you know? There's a couple of albums where I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm gonna skip those," and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I mean, you like it, happens. you don't like it. It's all good. Yeah, it's whatever you I, like. I hate, I hate the purists that are like, "Oh yeah, well, back in the day, when you know, whatever the shit it is, I'm like, oh my god, get the fuck out of here." That's I, me. You he like it? You me. go like, he hates me, kind of, kind of. Dude, that's what I used to it's do too, hate. though. It's a love hate thing. I used to do when I was a teenager in high school, that was the thing that I did. I was walking around wearing black metal shirts and telling everyone their music was shit. And I literally, and I fucking believed it. I was like, yeah, cause you were an elitist at that point. I was, I was like, what the fuck? You don't listen to thrash metal or black metal or death metal. Fuck yeah, that shit. What the fuck? What the on. fuck is this bullshit? New metal you're hang talking on. about? The three of us are not elitist. Our music really is. The music that we like really is badass. It's better than everything. It really is badass. Okay, cool. You know what? You're right. But then I started liking shit like that. You know, King's X and Old Manson when back in the day, Manson. And then Mortis. Mortis. Uh, I don't know if you guys even know who Mortis is. but Of course. Yeah, the the goblin guy that plays the Goblin guy. Harvard Ellefson. I can't ever say his last name. He's super nice in real life, though. I got a bunch so of those posters. King Diamond, so is King Diamond. Oh, King Diamond was a choke. Have you told that story? Tell me the King Diamond story. We used to play. Okay, Choke used to play Tattoo Bar in uh, Fort Worth. Okay. And there was this. There was this older gentleman. I say older, way younger than I am now. And he had a beard, and he would sit at the end of the bar, just sit right there at the end of the bar, and he would watch our set. <clears throat> he was always there. When he'd get done, he'd come up and politely shake my hand. You're a good singer, good show, dig you yeah. guys. See you next time. So we'd go back like two months later and the old dude would be there. Okay, so one night Chuck's playing and I'm a lead singer and we've already established that I have. Oh my God, we all know I you're a lead, lead singer. Disease and, and so I, I don't know why I was near the van at the loadout. I don't know why I was out there while they were like carrying, carrying heavy, heavy equipment. But I was standing outside on the curb and the old guy came over once again and, you know, gave me a hug and said, you guys are good. I'll see you next time. And got in a black Corvette and took off. So I asked the sound man, I was like, who's that old dude, man? He's cool as shit. He's like, that's King Diamond. He loves y'all. He calls the club all the time. Won't know when Choke's playing. What the fuck? We never played there again. I never got the nerd out. Oh my god! What he looked like without his makeup. Right. Holy Son shit, dude! That, that is my that is my own merciful fate that I have to deal with for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, it is. 
dude uh i had a i had a cat on uh not too long ago um his name is jesse white if you should watch his episode if only to talk about king diamond stories because he has a king diamond story that's pretty fantastic and so it's already out um jesse white's a great shredder he's awesome he's up in ohio i think he's he's from austin area or from tech or no he's from beaumont area actually and anyway long story short it is, but he lived in Austin for a little while. When I met him, he lived in Austin. So that's why I'm kind of getting so used to live in Austin. Screen. We all had to do our time there to realize it's a bullshit scene. I lived, yeah. okay. I lived on Riverside right next to the back room, right up the hill. I, on did, those apartments. Dude, I did too. In those apartments right up from the back room? That's where I lived. Yes. I wow. lived in like, like on uh, Willow Creek or something. Yeah, something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And dude. It, I got my Camaro broken into and all kinds of shit. Went and saw King's X open up for Dio at the fucking back room, which was weird. Yeah, the Camaro. That's awesome. I did. Oh yeah. <laughs> fucking drove that anyway. But like the uh yeah, we blew the spe- we blew we blew the speakers in Doug's Camaro while he was on tour on I guess it would have been the it wasn't ear candy. Might have been ear candy. Might have been ear candy, okay. Uh, yeah, we that sounds with, about uh, right. Matt, we were with Matt. You know Matt Splat? I know Splat very Spencer. well. Matt Spencer? Yeah. Yep. I know yeah. Matt. I, I know, dude, me and Splat. Uh, yeah. I love Splat. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'm going to try to have him on the show. Me and Matt and Kevin Radomski, you know Kevin from Promark. James Addiction's oh, yeah. Trump Tech. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we were, we were, we were in Doug's <clears throat> car while he was on tour because he trusts Matt. We were listening to Crowbar. We were listening to Crowbar. It was the it was the dog. It was the Dogman tour. Okay, and we so blew speakers in his car in Doug's uh, black Camaro back in the day. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, Doug always would. He well, Doug would also shove like a ton of fucking stereo equipment into whatever it was he had. You know, like I he had a Blazer when I first met him, and like he had he had a fucking goddamn um, equalizer built into his CD. Like a nine band equalizer. Like- yeah. And he would change it around and make everything all crazy as fucking loud as shit. Yeah. He blew speakers all the time. That's, that's fucking well, I'm just fun. glad that Matt had to explain that to him and not me. Yeah. Fucking splat. <laughs> splat. You got to say it like that. It's funny how gotta- we all know each other. Like the, let's just say what it is it's the extended king's x fan we all sure. know we all right j-rab you know oh, we yeah. all know each other oh, Al right. and so, so maybe six degrees of doug six degrees of doug six degrees <laughs> of doug <laughs> yeah we all oh we all, hashtag six degrees of doug that's nice right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i took that photo get up Yep, that photo uh, was taken in Wolverhampton, even though it says live love. Wait a minute, the Wolverhampton. album cover? Yeah. Oh, where's your royalty check? Uh, it went to Trent. In the mail. Trent. Trent. <laughs> Wait, see, 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 you said Trent. I know who Trent is. And you know exactly who I'm talking about. Right, exactly. Six degrees of Doug. There you yeah. go. Trent, Trent took uh, like 10,000 photos. He, he totally did. Like all the photos from that tour all on Trent, but I started taking photos for the first few shows. So I took probably a hundred. And when I saw Doug letting the crowd sing and Wolverhampton was the biggest show, it was way bigger than London. There's the thousands of people and in, crammed into this little venue. And I was like, I have someone's 
you know, I, fuck, I got to get this camera. And I lined it up just right. Cause where you, you could see mostly the crowd and he's just doing this thing. And I mean, it was one of those moments in your life where like, Jesus you just got to take Christ. a fucking photo of this. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. post, Right. And it was, it was so fucking cool. Like I love taking the photo and then, uh, you know, lump some Trent got a photo, whatever. I'm not angry. I just bring it up on every fucking podcast for some reason. <laughs> all right. Since, <laughs> we're, since we're angry, Joey Gaskell owes me like $200. Oh, bar tab. Yeah. Bar tab. Bar tab. The King's X right, bar. And, and I had a tab and we would say, listen, we would meet up about every 30 minutes and we would get a beer and, and a Jägermeister. And yep. over there, that's like, 20, I, I that's like 30, $40. So I didn't know it. Joey was putting them on my tab. Mm. He was ordering them. Right, Joey, I love you, dude. If you're watching this, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've played with his bands since then, but it's just funny. He he owes me money, yes. And Joey, I love you too. Joey also got me a job working at the Velvet Melvin in downtown when I was 18 years old. Thanks, Joey. That was fun. I just smoked weed on yeah, top of the. Cat, man. I just smoked weed on top of the. Uh, God, what was it? I don't know. On top in the parking lot the whole time, I was like, "Hey, stop stealing shit, dude." Okay, cool. You know, that I was my job. It's great. Time with Joey. You what? I snorted weed with Joey. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking I'm weird. Joking. I I'm just talking Joey because he owes me drinks. Dude. Dude, one time. Okay. The very first time I met Joey, uh, my parents, my parents had a, a garage with a, an extra room above the garage and my band, my very first band, Grimoire. Frog, was, as they say, was, family room over the garage. Yeah. So I'd be up right. there. Yeah. I would be up there and I'd be jamming and, and my friends would just randomly stop by with other band members or whatever. And, uh, this Chris, this guy, Chris Brown, God rest his soul. He shows up with the entire band of geek and they're like, Oh, you're in a band. And I was like, Oh, fuck. What do you mean? Yeah. We play thrash metal. What are you in a band? What are you doing that whole like high school posture? Yeah, he's an elitist. Like, no, no, I know, I know better music than you do. Right? Yeah. Whatever. You're in a band. What do you mean? You like the Deftones? Who the fuck are the Deftones? You know, that's and, terrible. And that's, I mean, that's how that's how it was back in the nineties. Really, really good. Really yeah. good. Yeah, they're really pretty good. But Man, they, uh, were yeah, so dude, was they were amazing. Uh, yeah, I, Joey had his own, or not Joey? Um, oh my God, his brother's going to kill me. Joey, Jeremy, Jeremy, yeah, yeah Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy's Jeremy. gonna kill me. Jeremy had his own his own pedal, like that they, they had like, engineered and shit. And I always thought that was the coolest thing that he had his own pedal that made his own weird fucking crazy sound. It's a lot of fun, man. They were Geek. kids, man. They were, <clears throat> they were fucking kids. Yeah, and they had an Go. album that you could find in Fye, <laughs> which was some fucking, That's pretty fucking cool. Sam Goody wannabe place. Dude, it's been fun hanging out with you guys. I'm gonna wrap this up. That doesn't mean you. And me can't keep talking after this, but I want to wrap it up for the audience because we've been talking for like a, an hour or so. And I was wondering I before. Go I ain't going nowhere. I'm staying here tonight. What are you no, talking about? No, we're all hanging out anyway. a little bit longer after this. Yeah. Cool, man. It, um, anyway, so will you, would you guys want to be coming on again, maybe in the future and maybe taking me along on a ghost hunt? Yeah, yeah. We're doing that blue shit. Yeah, for Dude, sure. The Blue Light Cemetery. I'm going to send no, you No, no, I was talking about this stuff in uh in Breaking Bad. 
Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> I haven't. It's been twenty oh, years. Sorry. I don't, it's sorry. Been 20 years. I love to. I love to sleep. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's hard yeah. pass. It's yeah, hard. It's good. it's been it's been twenty years, and uh, I don't think my heart can take it. So I. I there, there, there are a few things I'm no. good at, but one of them is sleeping. Yeah, I'm sure. great. Great. I'm getting better. Yeah, at we'll it. definitely do, do a little ghost. And, and after man. 67 or 74 of these, like I'm pretty good, you know. Fuck yeah, dude. <clears throat> Tracy, thank you so much for coming on. Happy. <clears throat> thank you for jumping in, brother. Like it was good to see you. I can't believe we haven't seen each other in fucking like 14 years or whatever it's been. That's that's, that's crazy. That's we crazy. Like, we I even get on on side projects we have coming up. So. Oh my god! We'll Actually, you know what? Let's. Let no, let's do it real quick before we roll it out. Yeah, you got, do have I, I some got, side projects. I, well, I, I'm I'm in I'm in Abbey Normal, which is like a cover group. We do four four harmonies and stuff. So, um, no, we are. God damn um, it. And then I have another little project I'm working on with uh, Chris Henrich. You know Chris? Why do, I don't know why that name sounds so fucking familiar. I think Joe Fazio is going to be on drums. Okay. You know Joe Fazio? Apparently super, owns super, the Rhythm super, Room super, now. Super dark rich. No, Rock Center. Mm, dude, I've been to all those Fazio. places. I know, dude, I know people by their faces and maybe their first name. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Kid, we have this kid named Louie on guitar. Oh. Okay. Cicero, uh, uh, Cicero. Shredder Some, to the ultimate yeah, 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 power. He's my Joe. Um, it's called... He's a little bit... He looks I, like I, I, Actually, looks I like sent you a picture so you can flash it on the screen. Here. Uh, the, the band is called Ratkin. I saw that. Yeah. Okay. That's keep, a rat, hold on, hold on. keep listening. Here we that go. Is, that is a rat, a rat and docking. Not a tribute band because we're just going to be ourselves. But it's just going to be us playing rat and docking covers. Fuck Dude, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I saw Looking it. all grunge, not all 90s, right. 80s. No, we're not. I'm not. Yeah. Dude, no one wants to see Ratkin. this in spandex. Shit. No, no one wants to see Kenny uh, Rogers in spandex. <laughs> Dude, I'm all. I think they do. I mean, have you seen what like okay. Jack Black's been doing lately? Hey, hey, stop filling his head full of Jack, lies. Is all I'm saying. Follow, follow Jack Black on Facebook and watch what that oh, dude Jesus. does. He's he's Hold on, sick. When you, when you preface with or, or uh, expound, I'm like, I'm not even really interested to be honest. I'm gonna okay. love me some Jack Black. Don't get me wrong. Okay, so we have, and you feel free to put it. Feel free to put it on my crotch. We have Ratkin. Ratkin. I'm gonna. But he and I have a little thing we're working on. We're just busy. If 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 if, if we are gonna say the name, can I say it? You can say it. But here's the All thing: right. we're both. Let's let's just let's get to the point here. We're both singers. Yeah. Right. We're both lead singers. Yeah. I do play guitar in my other bands, but right. he and I are both singers. But he and I instruments are. Not even in the same ballpark. Oh, completely we different. are completely different singers. Yeah. I can't do what he does, and he can't do what I do. And we okay. yeah. we were jamming with a little local little neighborhood band here, and yeah, we, were playing, we, we were we were like playing some Metallica covers, and he was singing the Metallica stuff, and I was doing high harmonies, which are not in Metallica. Right. But I was sawing how our voices could meld like, and work. Wow. This is how it's going to so be. So he and I yeah. are working on a, on a little new project in the near future. Fuck you want yeah. you get to stay. You get to say it. Monster truck extravaganza. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. 
Dude, that monster truck extravaganza. <laughs> two lead singers, two lead singers. Yeah. It's going to be <clears throat> We're talking to guys, and uh, I, I can't tell you who all we're talking to, but it's all, it's a super, it's a Houston yeah, super group. It is super oh, badass. It's a Houston super group with me. So now yeah. it's a Houston super group. Yeah. Uh, Even better. <laughs> I love it, dude. That sounds fucking fantastic. I can't I, wait to yeah. start getting Brian, back out. You want to audition? We will. We'll ignore you, but you can audition. Yeah, you can totally come I, out and drink some beers with us. I just that's all that that's all that I need. Uh, that would be great. I'd come out. I just bring a bass, drink some beers, and uh, play some play some stuff. I'll even play try to play guitar. I got a ukulele, and I got like uh, one of these things. I'll just bring this. I'll audition oh, with this. Is that the thing you blow into and play? Yeah. No, it's <laughs> just a MIDI controller, but you know, okay. it does things. All right, guys. I, what about. I was like, no shit, that's fucking cool. They were like, mm, it ain't cool. It ain't cool. That's not it. That's not what it was at all. All right. Nobody guys, wants you a so guitar, much. man. Right hey, now. dude, did you see King's X had uh, Paul from the David Letterman show? He was uh, like up there yes. oh, yeah. with the yes. guitar. Dude, that's so wild. Man. I went and saw Dream Theater open for Iron Maiden about 12 years ago. Okay. And Jordan Rudis, the keyboard player, plays. Uh, keytars and he had a keytar tech. No fucking way. <laughs> I guarantee that dude is the only <laughs> keytar tech. Like he's the they guy. He's Paul Schaefer's keytar tech. I should learn to be a keytar tech because there's probably it's probably I, lucrative. My, my, my whole job. Well, that's right. It. You're done. Uh, you're done. When you need me, <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or I'll be at the bar. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, guys, it's been fucking fantastic having you on. Don't go okay, anywhere. I'm going to do my little extra and we'll just have a have a beer or two. But for everyone who's listening, this has been a fucking fantastic time for me because I've just been able to hang out with one of my fucking favorite people ever that I'd never get to really talk to as much. Hey, you're, hey, you're welcome. You're, you're very welcome. Oh, oh, oh my bad. Please sing disease. Please sing disease. disease. Here we go. Well, hey, man, I, you and me, don't, where'd you go? Come back. He took off. I thought I kicked him out of my house. God. Well, he's not the. He's also one of the favorite people too. But I've always bullshit. Man. Bullshit, right, man. Right. Tracy has been fucking fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for bringing yeah, awesome. on. Who I'm going to steal him, by the way, soon. So make sure we get our information together. Thank we, you for being made, on the 13th. Make sure that Hefe didn't give too much info away because he's a whole. That's going to be a four-hour show. Okay, well, I, I, you know, I, I have the power of the editing button. <laughs> All right, brother, yeah. thank you so much for He's coming 87 on. Seven bands, eighty-seven currently, and three hundred and twenty-four and a half past bands, past bands, and side projects that are probably not even in there. Right, you know. Right, I mean, exactly. Right, everybody. This and has he, been the thirteen. I've been here with Tracy McGinnis. And, and he's a fucking happy. He's <laughs> getting out of here. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. Everyone, we'll talk again soon. See you on the next one. Hey, y'all don't. Y'all stick around. I'm gonna end the recording.